Why is it that cottage life is so much less stressful? I think it has a lot to do with the hospitality factor. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. I'm excited because I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And that's exciting all by itself. Oh, yes. And super excited that we welcome you to another episode of Life's Inside Track, where we share techniques, thoughts, tools, some tips, and some truths that we all need, we all deserve, you, I, everyone, so we can turn our house into home, where our families thrive, and we live the best life possible. Okay, so here's the thing. Today, we're going to learn that as you can enjoy a gathering or you enjoy gatherings even more when you have a great escape to go to. Hmm, that's interesting. So really, you've been talking about this difference between entertainment and hospitality. And so maybe we can unpack that a little bit. And it seems to be easier for me to be relaxed when I escape to a cottage or whether I'm renting it, I'm owning it, or even on vacation, you know, where you go somewhere else. Well, it, there, I think it partially it's because we have a different ex- level of expectation of ourselves in those environments that are a little more relaxed. Okay. That's probably a piece of it. And yet there was a moment in my life, and I think that's what you were alluding to, where the flip, The switch was flipped, kind of like a light switch, where I moved from wanting to, well, it's not that I want to take good care of you when you come visit me, so let's not get the wrong idea, but I moved from an aspect of living in a state of entertainment when you would come and visit me to a state of hospitality or simply hosting. I mean, in both cases, I guess I'm hosting, except there was a different energy associated to it. Yeah, I think when I'm entertaining, it's it's more about I have to have things closer to perfect. I know perfect is a bad word because you can never have anything perfect. But the house needs to be clean. The dishes have to be put away. Um, maybe the food needs to be pre-prepared and ready to go and trays and just bring it out. And, a, and I've got a specific purpose, uh, maybe games, or I've got something that I want people to do or people to meet one another, or it's almost like there's, there's an agenda, an agenda. That's the word, an agenda and an itinerary and even a, so it just takes a lot more energy. Yeah. And I think it was, you know, later after we were into the church world and inviting people over spur of the moment after a prayer meeting or after church, and then we didn't care. Like, we didn't have to have food prepared. We'd go, oh, got nachos. We got cheese. We got salsa. Let's make some nachos. Let's do something. You know, it didn't matter. Whatever we had, even if it was we had six leftover dishes, we'd just bring them all out and make, make uh, some funny dish out of it. Yeah, we, and it worked. 
And yet prior to that, for me, it was about making it right, like getting it right. And maybe you're like me and maybe you still are like me, like I was in the past where you're living in a world where you get anxious. There's anxiety because you want it to be just so and you're watching the clock and, you know, you've got it all timed out and lined up. And and then if it doesn't according go according to plan, well, then Mm -hmm. it was just such a mess. Right. And so I found that we have a tendency to like if we're trying to I don't even know that I was trying to impress you, or at least I didn't think I was trying to impress you, but I kind of was like, that was kind of the underpinning. I want, well here. Okay. Um, All right. I know what what it it really is. I wanted to look good. Ah, so it became you focused as opposed to your guest focus. With the kind of an illusion that it was guest focused because Cause it does feel nice to be taken care of when you're at someone's home and it to a point. And then all of a sudden it gets uncomfortable, I think. Yeah. And I think the cottage world, let's, let's go there for a second because we're talking a little bit about cottages. Is a cottage the right choice for you? Is renting one? Is buying one? Um, is know, visiting someone is else? Visiting someone else in a cottage. Yeah, but like, right now we're thinking about being the gathering place, or owning the gathering place, or having access to the gathering place. Because then the nice part is you kind of get to set the tone, whether yeah. it's a tone of entertainment or whether it's a tone of just hospitality. Yeah. Like next week we're going to a friend's cottage, and we blended some work because you sold a cottage near that cottage, and so you've got a final walkthrough for the buyers, and, well, then, and, and then, then and then go see another client further away, and then come back to our friend's cottage, and we're going to sleep overnight, do a little bass fishing. I'm not doing bass no, bass fishing. Bass fishing, but we're going to do it right off the dock, so we'll be close by to you, honey, so you can cook it up when we get it. But I think cottages. You know, it's, what do we have? Like, when you get there, it's it's not like, oh, you have to have all this prepared. It's what food is in the fridge. Whatever there is, it's great. It's, uh, it's relaxed. Um, probably not as much clutter at a cottage because you have to bring it there and sometimes bring it back. So I think where we live and we have our office and whatever, maybe there's more. Maybe. So that's a piece of it. And right now, what we're going to do is invite you to a, have a consultation. Like if you're thinking, Ooh, I do get really stressed when people come to my home and I am more relaxed when I'm at a cottage, whether it's one I've rented. So I'm doing the hosting. Cause if you're at somebody else's, it's a little easier to chill. Yeah, you're not so. responsible, right? You're not yeah. in charge. And but you, you also feel to chip in more like chip in to help out with dishes or sweep the floor, like especially if you're leaving around the same time they're leaving to go back to their home, uh, you're going to spend that time helping get the property back in condition for the next visit. Exactly. And so if you're thinking, I wonder if this is the right thing for me, you know, we love doing consultations. It can be a Zoom consult. It can be a phone consult. I did a phone consult the other day. I will not tell you how long that was. And yet it got people to a decision they couldn't have come to without a conversation. That's really only the point is helping you get to where you want to go with certainty and clarity and focus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, 
I always tell my clients, if you're meeting with the other, just pack a lunch. Because <laughs> you might get hungry. <laughs> okay, perfect. So if you cottaging, now he's totally thrown me off. Let's go back to the cottage <laughs> conversation, please, and thank you. Yeah, well, I think it's it's back to the entertaining versus hosting. And when you're hosting, it's more like my house is your house. Like when people come in, they're friends, they, they, they're more like family. I'll show them where the drink fridge is once and then say, help yourself. You know, I'm not running around going, oh, your drink is low or you look thirsty. Would you like a glass of water? No. <clears throat> Here's the fridge. There's water in the fridge. There's mm. ice in the fridge. The glasses are over there. You can see them because the cabinet is has clear glass in it. So you can see where the glasses are. Right. Help yourself. Exactly. So really what we're saying is my home is your home is an attitude of hosting or hospitality versus I got to serve you. Yeah. So do a little check in your spirit. The next time you have someone over, whether you're entertaining or hosting, and we're grateful to be your partners on this journey of building wealth, wisdom, and worth. Happy Canada Day! I know I should be going out and celebrating, but I just want to stay home. Okay, well, then we can stay home. Cool. Again. Yeah. So we've created for you free access to over 503 Life's Inside Track episodes that provide insight on real estate, insider tips, making house home, how to build wealth, and generational legacy. The great news is you can get access to them from home from the office, or even on the go. And in this episode, what we're going to discover is how can we create an oasis inside and outside so that the homebody gets to stay home? <laughs> well, you know what? I never really thought I was a homebody. But sometimes, you know, going out to the Canada Day celebrations, going downtown with the and crowd. Touching and, a couple hundred thousand people. Yeah, the, and the parking and the walking and the heat and the whatever. And the, the lack of washrooms easily accessible. And it just, <clears throat> maybe I did it when I was younger. Maybe I'm just not there anymore. And maybe you aren't either. But creating that oasis in the home. Whether it's Canada Day or not, right? Yeah. And I think, you know, one of the things we did was when we were selling our last residence, the kids had moved out and they started families of their own. They had their grandchildren were starting. And we, we mentioned this before, we didn't, we right-sized, we didn't downsize. We went to a much bigger home than what we had before. And at first it was funny because people would ask us and we stopped explaining. I just, I coined the word right size, right size, right size. Because mm -hmm. the first question everybody would ask is, so you're downsizing? And it's like, well, we're right sizing. And I wouldn't get into it too much because then the judgment would come and I'd have to explain and it took more energy than it was worth. 
Did the judgment come or did you just feel the judgment? Oh, I think it was a bit of both. Uh, well, because there's an expectation. Ah. Uh, right? There is, good. I think we have a tendency to think that as we get older, we require less space. And in theory, that sounded right to us too. I think we always thought we would move to something smaller when the kids moved yeah. out because we thought we'd start stop hosting so much that the kids wouldn't necessarily keep bringing their friends home after church or keep inviting people even without asking us if we were having a lunch or something. They'd just say, oh, by the way, there's six more people coming. And we'd say, great. And that happened when we when the kids lived at home through their teen years because we had mm -hmm. shifted as we ch we've chatted in the other segment about not being so much in the entertaining space, but more just in the hosting space, just being the gathering place. Yeah, and when you create that oasis, whether it's a backyard oasis or uh, maybe it's your house is all chopped up and it's not good for bigger groups and maybe you don't like bigger groups, so I don't know. But if you like to have some people over, sometimes a bigger open concept room is great. Like our kitchen goes to our eating area, goes to our family room and dining room the other direction. And so you've got a lot of... And then to the pool table. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you've got a lot of connectivity on the main level while you're inside. And then outside last year, well, actually two years ago, eh, our COVID project, we put the patio in, nice big stone patio, put in a hot tub and a, and a swim spa, and all of it designed that we can host people here. Because Yada, what's your preference? Well, my preference is to deal with the mess, deal with the congestion, deal with the people, deal with putting the food together, deal with pulling stuff out of the fridge and the freezer, because all that I find really, really easy now versus doing the drive. Right. Right? The drive is more tiring to me to go somewhere. And then I guess the other piece for me is then I feel like I have to be on my best behavior. Sometimes I think what? there's a piece of that in the back of my you head. You have to be in your best behavior yeah, when you when go I'm to someone's Because, you know, <laughs> I am me. And that takes actually more energy than just being the gathering place. And maybe for you it's different. So we're really talking right now to the person that goes, you know what? I'd like to be the gathering place, but I get a little worked up about it. So we're just saying release all those expectations that you mostly put on yourself anyway, about looking good and all that stuff mm -hmm. and chill a little bit. And if you have created an environment, which is what we're chatting about in this segment that allows for the ease of people to drop by. And some people still want you to phone first. And it's not that I won't do that. I will phone and make sure that it's okay. Cause you know who your friends are and who needs prep time and, you know, a little bit, throw mm -hmm. that stuff in the closet and all those things. Um, but just releasing the, I gotta say the anxiety associated to being a host. Yeah, and I think I think having your home prepared, relatively tidy, like has made a huge difference for us because it used to be like things were just a mess. Now I'm talking like 30 years ago. But when you keep your place tidy, it's easy to say yes to hosting. It's easy for the kids to come and bring extra people even now that they don't live at home anymore, they still do it. They'll be coming over for dinner and say, hey, by the way, uh, we invited our friends. we got four more to feed, okay? 
And it's fine because there's lots of food in the cupboards. There's lots of food in the freezer. There's food in the fridge. And we just pull out whatever. It's important. And it always works. So creating the oasis is doing, it really is about just being prepared for it. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was our intentional decision. And actually, when we moved into the house, we had all except one of our grandkids by then. And so the other piece of it was, can we host Sunday dinner still? The kids are doing it now, too. And they have pool backyards, one of them, and they have different things where they also will host, which is wonderful. And we love going there as well. And yet knowing that they can all come and we all fit and we can do it as often or as little, and especially since COVID and not being able to do it for so long, it's been wonderful to start doing it again. So this is a time where many people have been recluse for a while because it mm-hmm. was forced upon us. Mm-hmm. So we haven't really been chatting or thinking a lot about being that oasis, that getaway place, that come to place. Right. And so maybe you're thinking, I can't do that where I live right now. and I would like that. I would like to be able to host my family or my, you know, even our family is in Barry a lot of it and all of them can come and stay. We have room. And it's important to me or to you to have that. Well, then maybe a consultation on if your house isn't working for you anymore and you want a different style or different location, then a consultation on what that might look like would be a great idea. We'll spend yeah, 45 minutes to a couple hours, depending on how many questions you have and what we need to answer and how it's going. And then you'll have clarity at the end of that consultation. Right. And, and so really just consider, like, I think I want to leave you with the consideration of what is the right place for you? What feels good and what would create an oasis, not only for hosting, but for yourself in the day to day, because I just find it's an extension. Mm. So that sounds like a little bit of a challenge for you to look at your home and decide, is it set up for hosting? Is it set up for hospitality? Do you even want to host anybody? Some people, maybe you'd never want to do it. But if you do, then my challenge is look at your home and see what tweaks you could make to make it the place that people like to come. It's a privilege because to be spending time with you because we're passionate about helping people and ourselves be positioned for generational legacy. Hey, Yetta, let's invite some people to my secret project room. You mean... Do you mean you just want to have some people over to watch a movie? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, perfect. So we're excited that for 30 years, we've been able to come alongside you and really help you not only buy and sell and invest in real estate, although that's been a blast, over 3,117 times, also come alongside you to help you build your fun, help you build your faith, help you build your finances. And so really 30 years of building your wealth, your life, and your home. So in this segment, we're going to explore how one room in your house, just one room in your house or your condo can make it the destination place or make it a place of destination. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, my theater room was my special project. When we built this house, well, we didn't build the house. 
when we renovated the home, the downstairs was all cut up and it was kind of, it was where the kids played and it was rough shape, right? And I decided we had people in to paint, <clears throat> excuse me, and people in to do other things. But that room I was going to do myself. Right. And because you wanted to create a space that was a destination. Mm -hmm. And we now have what, I think it's 15 reclining chairs, a massage chair, a love seat, and a dozen other, other regular reclining <laughs> theater chairs with the cup holders That's and right. the headrests and all that I, stuff. I did everything from the stonework to putting up the screen to picking the projector, to wiring the wires, to putting the speakers in, to building the platform so we'd have stepped seating so and the then, back people can see over the front people. And then even room for beanbag chairs in the front row. Yeah. So when you got extra kids or adults, they're not that uncomfortable, but they're certainly not the same as the recliners. And then when you go to a theater room, what do you what do, what do people do when they go to the theater? Oh, they want popcorn. Yeah, what else do they want? I don't know. What do the kids want to play? Oh, air hockey. Yeah, so we had to buy, we found a used air hockey table. We got a popcorn making machine. And voila, we created our own theater environment. So when COVID hit and people weren't allowed to go to theaters, we had our own. Now, unfortunately, we couldn't invite people in because you had the bubble. Right. <laughs> and so the, the idea is just, and whether it's a theater room for you, maybe you're not a movie buff, or maybe you're saying, can, can you invite me over? Which <laughs> that has certainly happened a whole lot. And now that we've had restricted or released restrictions, it's happening more and more again. I mean, it'll fit up to 20. And if you're going to have 20 in there, because we have loaned it out many a time for a youth group or for family, family groups, or we've hosted family gatherings there, birthday client, party. client events, oh, birthday parties for other people. We've had 16 <laughs> birthday parties, 18th birthday party, 10th birthday party. We're not talking our grandkids. We're talking people that just call and say, hey, can we use the room? And so can you create a place of destination? Maybe for you, it is you're in a condo and the destination place is the party room inside the condo. I mean, we've been to some incredible fundraisers and birthday parties inside that party room. So this isn't restricted just to those that have a single family home. No. We could no. have done that instead. What? Move to a condo. We could have. And a condo, some of the condos have theater rooms. Exactly. So we'd have to look for that. Yeah. We would, because that's a big <laughs> deal for you. Right? I don't know. It just yeah. seems to be. I don't know why it is. Maybe I was starved of it as a child because we lived in a small town that had nothing. And you worked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you're well, your family I, and owned I still a resort, work right? A lot. And it's one of my de stressors is to put my feet up, watch a movie, and it's a way of relaxing. So we gotta be careful though, because I don't want to do it too much. Yeah. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, I think that when you create that room, wherever it is, whatever kind of room it is, it might be a games room, a ga a, it might be a, a gaming room, you know, where you have uh, screens and computer games and you people come over to play games with you. Whatever it is, make it your personality. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
It was funny because we had some, you mentioned we let some people use our theater room from time to time and some friends and clients, they're the same, they're friends and clients, came over and they invited some friends with them to come and use our theater room and we weren't home. Well, they we were, were at, they actually had the house for a week. Yeah. We we were out of town and they needed they, a getaway. They so were we said, for us. No, they weren't. Well, they just they were renovating in their own house and they just wanted somewhere to go and it was less expensive than a hotel. Absolutely. Because it was free. Yeah, and the, anyways, they invited their friends in to watch a movie and they were came in the house and they, they thought the house was lovely and they were in the theater room and they sat down to watch the movie and they said their their friends said to them, You know what? This feels like it would be a home like Ken and Yetta would own because they knew us. <laughs> only, but didn't know only where we from lived. the radio. Yeah, just from the radio show. And really, and they go, <laughs> they started <laughs> laughing because, yeah, you're right. It is a house just like Ken and Yetta would own. <laughs> I don't think they told them right I'm then. I'm not sure if they did. I'm not sure how that went down, but it was pretty funny when we got home and they said, yeah, we had our, they hosted their small group here. Mm -hmm. actually. And so they had a great time, which is wonderful. So sometimes if you can create the room, it's not only a destination place when you're home, it can be, if you're open to it, it can be a destination place for people when you're not home. Mm -hmm. Now, for some of you, uh, maybe it's not working or the location's not working because mm. for others, we've, we've gone over and, you know, we've had a, a quick dinner, a lovely or a lovely dinner. And then we go walking because they're near the, the Ottawa River and they're near the, the bike and walking trails. And so location then gives them an outside room. Right. A huge outside room. Yeah. They, they don't even have to pay for it. I mean, you paid for the location. So usually the closer you are to water and the closer you are to amenities and stuff, there is a, a cost associated to that often. Mm -hmm. And yet the room can be an outdoor space. Right. And so maybe you want a little consult with us as to if your location's not working for you anymore. Yeah. And I think that I said it earlier, I'm going to say it again, because it's really important. <clears throat> be true to who you be. Does that sound weird? No. Be true to who you be. So make your life style fit you. Right. And then people will feel comfortable when they come and see you. It's all about you being good in your own space, in your own environment, because then others will naturally follow your example or, or the pace that you've set. Mm -hmm. So we're honored to be your guides, your advocates on this journey of building wealth through real estate and a life exponential. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.